Hello and welcome to Crazy Canuck Trucking. I'm David, the Crazy Canuck, and I'm Bridget, the Size Matters Dakotan. Together, we're going to spin some yarns about trucking. These will be real stories, some true, some may be larger than life, and all will be entertaining. We'll also try to bust some myths or answer any questions you may have about rolling across the asphalt ribbon in North America. So please turn up the volume, tighten your seatbelts, ignore those around you, and if you're driving, please don't become one of our stories. We are 10-8. Welcome to episode four. I want to take this time to thank everybody for listening to us this far. Those that have rated us, given us five-star ratings, that's much appreciated. Those that download and listen at their leisure, it's awesome. And we have something a little bit different today. We are going to have a younger version of Size Matters joining us today. Her name is Sammy. Sammy Wangsness. If you want to follow Sammy on Twitter, her handle is at Sammy Wangsness. And uh, correct spelling will be in the show notes as well as her Instagram, which is SJ Wangsness. All one word. So, I like to call Sammy, Sammy Snacks because she loves snacks. Sammy, welcome to our show. Hello, thanks for having me. Tell us about yourself. What do you do? What is your background? <laughs> That's a loaded question, Dave. Um, so I hang out with my cat most of the time. But when I'm not with my cat, I am part of a dispatch team for a trucking company in central Iowa. Um, we have belly dumps, side dumps, end dumps, we haul rock, sand, manure, pretty much you name it, we do it. So it's so, a loaded question. Right. Boom, boom. Yeah. And then when we go ding, yeah, ding. <laughs> yeah, um, I grew up in small town, southwest Iowa, went off to college to um, be an ag. I was an ag for a while, kind of burnt myself out, but also had to leave because I didn't feel like I was able to make the decisions that were best for farmers. I wasn't happy okay. anymore and I didn't feel like I could do it there. So here I am. So we have you on today because you have a bit of agriculture experience and both Bridget and I, uh, it's our passion. Um, and of course I don't work in it full time, but um, as well as you have had some experiences with uh, mental health challenges and uh, you are now dispatching trucks, like you said. And so we thought we'd try and get some good stories from you. And we oh, wanted yeah. to start off. We wanted to start off with uh, Size Matters has our very first story that's been handed to us and given to us to read on the air. So why don't you take that away, Bridget? Okay, I got a couple of comments here because I didn't want to just jump over everybody and talk, but I just wanted to say if you haven't given us a five-star rating yet, yes, please do. If you don't want to give us a five-star rating, fine, be that way. We'll pouch about it later. Please hold. I'll be right back. I got I got to <laughs> the rating. <laughs> if, I didn't, if I didn't guilt you enough yet, I've got time. Um, also, I wanted to make sure I, this, I think we need to say this a little bit early, our 10 code for using our CB lingo for today. 
I wanted to use a 1011, which is talking too rapidly because I am positive that's about to happen. <laughs> Sammy and I have once or twice tried to have telephone conversations and it kind of used all the oxygen in the room. It just goes fast. So we say 10-9, kick it on back. That's right. There We're going to have to repeat that a time or two. Yeah. So we might have two today for sure. There's going to be a 10-11, probably a 10-9. And before I read this story, I have to ask Sammy, please, please tell me, have you made a grown man cry as dispatcher? Have you, have you been able to make a grown man cry? I don't know that they would admit it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> But, but in your mind, you have, right? Oh, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm not ashamed. I'm not. Yeah. Huh. That's you tell it like it is. Yeah. I do. And, and they do, too. It's, it's a mutual relationship. Good, we're not, we're not sugarcoating anything. Now, yeah. maybe it's rude that I asked that, but I just thought, I, I know Sammy. I know what a spark plug she is. And I'm like... Please tell me she's been effective in this manner. <laughs> you know, hey, wait. If you, you knew the answer to that before you asked them, though, did you not? <laughs> I kind of maybe set you up on that one. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> zero shame. Have I cried as a dispatcher too, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. But oh, that's yeah. beside it's... the point. I have made a grown man cry. I don't know if I made a grown woman cry, but mm. nah. there's still time. Yep. Yeah, there's still time. <laughs> Okay, so I have a letter, which I actually have, have a to print out because nice. Dave said on Sunday, Bridget, are you ready for this? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Letter? This, <laughs> this comes from Shelly Carr. God bless you, Shelly, for actually listening to us. Please, five-star ratings. Okay, so Shelly is in London, Ontario. And she says, dear Dave and listeners, like she's assuming there's more than one. Great. Good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me tell my story. I feel as if a lot of bad blood exists between drivers and truckers, which is honestly unfounded. Between stories of trucks losing wheels and MTO reports, there is a sense that trucks are inherently dangerous while vehicles are good. That could be nothing further from the truth. My story starts in 1991. Sammy, later I'll tell you about 1991, okay? <laughs> I'm the wee little lad. I know. <laughs> It was a time of great fear for women. In my own town of St. Catharines, Ontario, a young woman named Kristen French had been murdered by a young couple who lived in my city. This couple turned out to be serial murderers who also killed several other young women in previous years. Everyone was on edge with women afraid to go out of their homes. In addition, a young woman on her way back to Western University named Linda Shaw was also murdered in 1990, but with the culprit still at loose. All we knew was that she had stopped at a service center near Ingersoll, Ontario for a break and that someone had tampered with her car during that stop. She was forced to pull over to the side of the road and the killer raped, killed, and burned her body on a deadline beside the 401. Uh, good Lord, Shelley, this isn't uplifting right now, but it gets better, okay? At that time, I was doing weekly trips to London to visit with my husband who was training in London, Ontario. My parents were also nearby, so my trips up and down between St. Catharines and London were constant. During this time, I started to watch the truck drivers, and I realized that essentially, they were the guardians of the QEW 403 and 401. They stayed together. They watched out for each other, and they had rules on how to be polite. I decided to take advantage of this. I would pick a convoy, as much of a convoy as we allow in Canada, 
and stay with them. I am sure that a tiny red pony with a young woman following trucks did not go unnoticed. I stuck with them as much as I could, matching my speed to theirs. If they pulled off, I did too. I parked with the trucks or as close as I could. This was when I saw how much they ensured their vehicles were safe. They would do walk-arounds at the stops. They would do walk-arounds of other trucks. They would literally fix those issues in the parking lot of the service center, and they helped each other too. It was nice to see. Often when I was finally at my exit, I would wave to them and they would flick their lights or honk their horns so they knew, I knew that they knew I'd been following them. These folks have my eternal gratitude. They made my trip safer and made a long trip at night much easier. To this day, I still have a huge amount of respect for these people who get our items where they need to be. They sacrifice time with their families to make a living this way. And I know that in a way, other truckers become their on-the-road family. Thank you, Dave, for letting me tell my story. Shelly Carr, London, Ontario. So it got better. <laughs> that was cute. That is so sweet. Thank you. I love it. Thank you, Shelly. So, Sammy, what are your thoughts? You haven't heard that story before. What are your no, thoughts? No, but it honestly, it reminds me of both a lot of my ag background and the trucking background. I mean, my dad ran a co-op, per se, back home, and he always would say, you have to take care of the truck drivers. You have to take care of the truck drivers. And, they, and he's like, I mean, whatever. But when in the heat of the season, like when Anhydrous was going like crazy, they only would get so few hours of sleep. And I remember we would make meals to take care of them. He's like, you have to take care of those that take care of you because we're in it together. And I'm like, but you see him twice a year because you have spring Anhydrous and fall Anhydrous. And, but, but we always, we took care of them. And it was the same thing because the feeling was mutual. And I run into that now with my truck drivers. If, as soon as we get a new person on board, it's like tucking them under their wing. And they want to make sure they're safe. They're doing all the things. Granted, some of these people have been in the trucking industry for years. But when you're new to a team, you're kind of like the black sheep. Like some people, you know, just being a new person to a crowd, some people don't always just make friends right away. And I mean, and as a woman, Granted, I stand my own ground and don't like to take crap from anyone, but it happens. It's nice to know that people are looking out for each other, not just, a, you know, they don't see these truck drivers as dirty old men, which don't get me wrong, there are dirty old men, but there's dirty old women too. And they all have heart. They're, they, most of them have the best interests for you. And it doesn't matter what you're driving everybody wants to come home alive they want or they have a family to go home to everybody wants you to get home safely that's an awesome comment sammy bridget what do you what what are your first thoughts when you uh read that story so i spend a lot of time driving uh, i'm on the road um, a lot of miles every year and i like what shelly's attitude was and that is hey, those guys are traveling too. Why not stick with them? Rather than see them as an obstacle, use them. You know, we've always heard the adage, safety in numbers. So why not do that? And again, what she pointed out also makes sense in the fact that, you know, there's times when I'm on the road, I don't stop at a rest area if there's nobody else there. I look for that mm -hmm. safety in numbers and there's always trucks there. And I look for the truck stops that have people around. So she's exactly right. I can understand her fear at that time being a young woman traveling. And she just figured out, I should stick around these people. And it worked out very well for her. And I think that's a good thing. And it's probably a good reminder for all of us not to just think bad of others. 
Well, and I think well, also, like, she has an open frame of mind. Instead of thinking that they're against her, it's we are one. Like, how can we go at this together? It's easy when you have a big, massive truck surrounding you that you think that they want to run you off the road and that you don't matter. Because, I mean, I've drove the little car life. I get it. Great gas mileage. But <laughs> it's no different. Like, they're just as safe as we are. And you're in it together. You can't be defensive about it. Yeah. And I, in the winter months when I'm traveling, if I see those guys struggling, I realize what's going on around me. I mean, they're a pretty good indicator of what's happening on the highways. So yeah, yeah. take advantage of what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, as a, as a truck driver, I, I license in, uh, in 91 or sorry, 91, 88, 88. And, oh, that's, uh, that's PS days, pre-Sammy days, just so you know. <laughs> oh, man. Just hit me. Anywho, carry and, on. Sorry. Yeah. And I was fortunate I had some older drivers take me under their wing and teach me how to be a truck driver. And that is what Shelly's talking about um, is very much how I was trained to look after the cars. I mean, I, I did write an article about it. What do you think, Bridget? Should, we read, should I read that article now? Yes, please. Go right ahead. The story is rather long, but I have cut out the parts that are not relevant and edited it down for you to, uh, to hit all the highlights. Shouldn't you expect the unexpected from amateurs? Who's the pro? What have you done to help educate them? I've written before that I work hard at being proactive rather than reactive. And I'm quoting a, an article from October 2012 in Today's Trucking, The Art of Offensive Driving. Expecting the unexpected is one more aspect to being a professional. Aggressive behavior behind the wheel and in conversation is neither positive reinforcement nor productive. A couple of drivers who cut their teeth on the two-lane donkey trails that passed for national highways in the 50s and 60s taught me to respect all drivers in the same way. This attitude is the way to help our public image and safety for all, and sadly, it's not too common today. While we are pounding the pavement and grinding out the miles, this must be our, our approach. Treat the four-wheelers with respect and help them become better drivers. I also use every opportunity to represent my profession off the highway. There are many young kids out there with a picture of a truck on a collector card or of my long combination vehicle that I've given to them with a smile. There are countless drivers who have a better appreciation for what we go through by listening to my stories about real life on the roads and what causes problems for a trucker. Keep yourself and your rig clean. Smile and wave all of your fingers at others passing you. Be helpful whenever you can. Stop the tailgating running others off the road and passing on hills where you are just in the way. Stay on the road yourself. In conversations, be positive, whether in person or on social media. Call your provincial or municipal trucking association or state association. They need members, your cash and your ideas. Teach those around you to become better drivers. When I strap on my truck, I'm not out here dodging four wheelers, but rather working with them. They're like my brothers and sisters who don't always understand the rigors of trucking. Do what works for you. When you have the attitude to be helpful, most days will roll by more easily. 
We are very visible out here. Make sure it's a vision that others appreciate. Yeah. What do you think, Sammy? I think a lot of things about this. Um, towards the end when you said, talked about visions, in the trucking industry, I, I, I use a reference or we are a, bill, a billboard on wheels. Yep. So while they don't think that they're going to remember to seeing this mercury trace or that champagne colored, I mean, we maybe not, we maybe won't, but we have our name on the side and that's what's going to stick in their mind, the color, or maybe it's because you're hauling something massive and what better way to, people don't remember all the positives. They, they, they think of the negatives firsthand and you're, you're billboard on wheels. You got to, I don't know, you got to, you got to, got to be a good driver and teach others to be a good driver, Dave. That's all, that's what we got to do. Well, and like, so we have our truck numbers, not only on like the side of their truck, they, they are on the tailgate and like the bumper and the front bumper, because if someone is doing something wrong, we want to know about it because then we can prevent it from happening to someone else or causing an injury. And there's times where everybody thinks that the truck driver has done wrong. And I take so many calls every day. And it's like, I've been the person in the car and I've been behind trucks arguably too close and it's like it's the truck driver's fault all their stuff is supposed to stay in their truck it should not be getting all over me and it's like how close were you to this vehicle like if they were to slam on their brakes not that they're going to stop anytime soon you're gonna smash into them you're not thinking clearly and but we have those numbers there to call if they drive recklessly if they're losing material if there's uh, something wrong with the truck we need to know about it and we're glad that people can call yeah when I, when I think about what Shelly wrote to us, um, I love hearing that story that she felt comfortable following the truck drivers. And I, you know, if I, I don't, uh, of course I don't pull a gravel truck, so I don't have, well, I sure hope I don't have stuff falling out of my van. <laughs> a real problem. But if For I real. see a, yeah, if I see a car tucked right up behind me, I'm not worried about that. If I see a truck, tucked up right behind me then I'm on the radio and say hey back off buddy um mm -hmm. but if I see somebody there I just assume that they know what they're doing and that they feel comfortable drafting behind a truck because they for whatever reason they need that help you know and I I like that what Shelly wrote there because that's how I try to approach with these uh four-wheeler drivers to help protect them. And I've had that where I've had CBs in my small personal vehicles and I'll be on the CB to the truck driver and say, Hey, I'm going to tuck up right behind you. The weather's bad. You know, is that all right? Yep. No problem. So it's that, the radio chat is honestly one of my favorite things to hear. Granted about 97% of it isn't enjoyable, but that 3% when they step in. So the, our trucks have radios in them that talk just to us. But they yep. also have a CB. And yeah, they can talk about directions and stuff on the CB. But my favorite is when someone's asking about directions or saying, hey, you need to come in this way. And another driver will pipe up and say, hey, you know, that's not really the safest way to go in, even though they're telling us to go in that way. Maybe think about using this other. There's a blind spot here. It's way better up here. Dispatch, can you maybe call and make sure there's no rules against going in that entrance? It's just you hear them looking out for each other because everybody can hear it and they could ignore it, but it's because they're looking out for each other. 
And yeah. I in dispatch, I don't know that there's a blind spot there because on Google Earth, it doesn't look blind to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys, I realize right now. I am far too sarcastic to be allowed to talk to these people because I would be the one on there making all of the rude comments and be like, hey, dumbass, don't do that. <laughs> I, I'm constantly muted and I have to, I have to be like, let me speak. Woman needs to speak. I need in. <laughs> and be like, listen here. Why the hell are you going that direction? You turn, you turn. Sammy, like, I'm just going to smack him one more time. We are losing time on getting this road delivered. Why? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, I would maybe not be quite that polite. And I'm sorry, maybe I should be. Perhaps I should have to live a day in the life of a dispatcher and a driver in order, okay, in order for me to be better. I, like, a lot of times we'll get a bunch of chatter going on and if it starts getting a little sassy i bust out the mom voice because we do they can talk however they want on the cb but on the company radio we do emphasize that we need to be professional down to business not a whole lot of knickknacks going on side conversations and if people when you get tired when you get run down or if you have someone asking the same question all the time because they refuse to listen or remember anything or write anything down people just start bickering with each other. And it reminds me of me and my brother growing up. And it's like, guys, I, I, I hop on there. I'm just like, I get my, my privilege to press the button. I'm like, enough. And then we have <laughs> silence. And I feel like a mom. And it's like, mm -hmm. everybody needs to remember, some of these guys have been, or girls, because we do have female drivers too, have been driving the same path all day. And they are in tunnel vision. And they've been doing it for hours. They're tired. They're exhausted. And you push that. It doesn't take but a little poke and that can set that person off I and mean, it's like you got to remember not everyone takes things the same way and no we don't need to all be like oh can't say that and offend them because you're gonna offend somebody that's i mean i breathe and someone's angry about it but <laughs> you just gotta, gotta pick and choose your battles but have fun and have people's hearts in, in mind yep yep for sure yeah, never be vicious. I mean, it's all fun and games, but you can't really be vicious about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you have no idea. And when you're in a truck all day and you're not communicating with people, I mean, or even if you're just by yourself in a cubicle all day, you can get inside your own head. And so they could just say, someone can say something and they're like, all hands on deck, let's fight. You have to be like, I'm not, let's back down, step down. There's no need for the staff on the radio. If anyone's going to be sassy, <laughs> I have dibs. I need yeah. you to be safe, not sad. As as a truck driver, I, I I take that very seriously because one one stupid move on my part can really ruin somebody's day. Like I mean, I'm not talking about getting in a crash or hurting somebody or running them off the road, but just a, a maneuver can really upset somebody's day. And on the other hand something I do nice can make their day and mm -hmm. can completely change their whole, their whole day. You know, maybe we were running over our time. So I had to cut out some of the uh, chatter we had and uh, we had been talking about some jokes and uh, just felt we couldn't leave these out of there. So enjoy these. Six and seven and in a shoe, they came out as 42. <laughs> My youngest is a crazy sense of humor and he
I asked him to go rototill the corn the other day because I was kind of limping around, couldn't do much. And he's like, sure, I can go rototill the corn, but why do you want me to rototill the corn after you put all that work in to get it, get it growing? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Why coffee go to the police? Yeah. It got mugged. The oh, yeah. the coffee went to the police. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, dad jokes. Bridget likes dad jokes, too. No. <laughs> the the huh? jokes I like, I'm going to get bleeped, so we can't do those. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not allowed to say those out loud. No. Uh, oh. I Sammy, any, la any good last dispatch items you think you should throw out there? Any good ones? So we just add, we don't have a, well, we have a lot of rules, but like, if you have to go to the bathroom when you're driving, we just ask that they press the button that says, need to stop for restroom. We're not going to tell you you can't do it. Like, you got to go, you got to go. But, so we can end on a laugh, except for that guy. He's probably not laughing anymore about it. But uh, <laughs> he would keep pushing the button. And finally, I messaged him. I'm like, you got a serious code brown problem, don't you? He's like, nothing <laughs> happened, nothing happened. Everybody poops. I get it. I get it. And then all of a sudden, uh, the truck goes by on, like, sees him on the side of the interstate. Well, he had pulled him to the restroom. He's like, "Hey, yo, such and such, will not say names because you know, heaven forbid, I embarrass the guy." <laughs> Whiskers. And he's like, "Hey, did you have Chinese last night?" <laughs> and it's, yeah, I mean, everybody poops. So I don't really know uh, what, what's so great about that other than he just kept, like, every 20 minutes, I'm like, dude, we got stuff to do today. Like, I was like, what, what are you trying to do? Is it because you have to, is it, are you trying to text a lady? Like, have you have not, like, because obviously that's illegal while you're driving. I get that. Thanks for being safe. And then he's like, no, it's, it's a code brown situation. I'm like, okay, say no more. All right, we're going to need to have him on short loads. Got it. <laughs> yeah. And then the other driver, did you have Chinese? As a matter of fact, um, uh, other than non-poop things, no, no, that's about it. Okay, that was good. <laughs> well, this has been a lot of fun. Really appreciate you coming on with us, Sammy. Yeah, so, thanks for having me and let me derail you guys. Oh, don't worry. Nothing can derail. You're good. And when you think of more stories, I mean, like, I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> After you put in your five-star... Yeah. You know, after I put in my five star and this like bumps up the ratings even more, you'll ask me back and I'll, that's when I'll tell all the good, good ones. Okay. <laughs> you'll then anonymous sinker. Anonymous from signed by Sammy Snacks and you know, yeah. stuff like that. So that's a big ten four, good buddy. <laughs> you that's know, right. I really I feel like I didn't even have to pull out a ten eleven very much. I was a little surprised. I kinda was waiting for that, but I think we held it together okay. I think it's because you've been sitting quietly and eating snacks. Could be. Uh, <laughs> so to everyone who tuned in today, or whichever day you were able to listen, thank you for making it this far with us. Please contact us for any stories you may want to share. You can be anonymous if needed. Please share, give us five-star ratings, and stay tuned for more stories. Thank you to Jesse James Dupree and Dixie Incorporated for letting us use their song, 
It Didn't Fall from the Sky, which if you haven't listened to it, it's great fun. I really kind of love it. And thank you for listening to us. Thank you to Jesse James Dupree and Dixie Inc. for letting us use their song, It Didn't Fall from the Sky. I appreciate every one of you that is listening, rating us. Please send in a story or comments. And uh, thank you very much to our fantastic editor, Big T. Y'all have a great day. Be safe. 10-7.